Welcome to the Vegas Voice Podcast Network. The Vegas Voice, the voice for your health, wealth, and good times, and Nevada's most powerful senior media resource. I'm John the Announcer, and happy to introduce the various Vegas Voice segments and interviews that you can also find in our magazine, on our websites, and YouTube channel. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to the Vegas Voice. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Vegas Voice Podcast Network. I'm Dan Roberts, the publisher of The Vegas Voice, and our segment on people and places this time is having one of our great columnists from The Vegas Voice, and that is our happy gardening columnist, Howard Galen. Howard, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Before we go into the very special reason why you're here, I would like to know a little bit about yourself. Again, before beforehand, we talked about the fact that you are from Brooklyn. Yes, I was in Brooklyn uh, for a number of years, and when actually when I was nine years old, I bought a tomato plant off of a gardening truck in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Okay, that's how you started. Go ahead, talk yes, a little bit about that. And we had just bought a house also in Brooklyn, which actually had a backyard, and I planted the tomatoes. They grew, and my interest in gardening grew from there. And um, I've been growing things for many, many years. And when I came out to Las Vegas, it's a challenge, needless to say, but it was a challenge I wanted to take, and I did. I threw the Mesa Gardener program, and here I am. And, you know, it's interesting, besides the culture shock from going from Brooklyn to Las Vegas— it has to be even more because the stuff that you grew in Brooklyn, tomatoes, very different in Las Vegas with the environment and the weather. Well, yes. Uh, something like, like tomatoes, which give you one crop in New York, if you play your cards right in Nevada, you get two crops. And the, the problem is that people are afraid to try old things in new places. And that was my inspiration for becoming a master gardener, writing the article. And now I make house calls, I answer questions, I do lectures, just to give people a sense of, of ease uh, when you know, gardening is just fun. It's not a challenge. It's just something you want to do and you can do it. Well, you, you mentioned previously about being a master gardener. What, what does that exactly mean? Well, throughout the United States, there's a program called the Master Gardener Programming, and it's usually sponsored by a university. In Nevada, it's the University of Nevada at Reno, and uh, they have an offshoot program here uh, in Las Vegas, not too far from the airport. Uh, We have 40 acres, and uh, we experiment and learn things. Uh, To become a Master Gardener, uh, it's an 85-hour program, and then you are required, even though it's fun, to put in a minimum of 50 hours a year helping people in the community. The concept is helping people free. There's no charge. There's no obligation. We just help people who have been transplanted here from all over the United States to learn how to grow whatever they want here. Oh, that, and let me ask you this, just to start out, how do you even figure out where to begin? 
If if you just have a, a a slight interest in gardening and you say, you know, I would like to try it, you know, maybe I'll get my hands dirty and stuff like that. But it's how would you even start? Well, how I started here once I got myself established is I went to the various nurseries in the neighborhood and I saw what they were selling, and it's, you know it's pretty obvious if they're selling it, you can grow it, and that's where let's call it the challenge begins. You do your research. And uh, over a period of time, I found out that the easiest things to grow here would be, you know, the native uh, items like cactus. The most difficult thing to grow in Nevada is cherries. So anything between cactus and cherries, you can do. And and yet, again, as a fellow New Yorker, I had no idea that there were many different kinds of cactus. I'm used to the ones from the Western movies, but... There's really a whole bunch of choices, aren't there? There are hundreds of them. Um, I have, uh, between the time I was an adult and moving out here back in 2007, I accumulated, I would say, about 100 various cacti or cactus, whatever you want to call them, on road trips. And then when I moved out here, luckily I had a uh, an SUV, and I brought them from New York, from my backyard and from my den, uh, over here, and I landscaped the entire front of my house. And from that point on, that was know, it. That was the rest, it. That's the rest history. You know, and here's the interesting thing: if I who I don't even have a green thumb. I mean, whatever I have, it dies. Even a house plant that's artificial, it'll die on me. If I was going to start out, what's the easiest thing to give me some confidence to go forward? Well, I mean, obviously cactus is very easy and, you know, what we would call succulents, which are agave, yucca, and so on. However, there are flowers here that are quite beautiful that all they require is watering them every other day. Things like lantana and uh, very sage. You really don't have to do anything except water them. And they're beautiful. And, you know, if you go through the neighborhoods, You'll see very purple, yellow, green. So if you like flowers, they're a multitude. If you want to grow fruits or vegetables, that works very well. Or cactus, so you could be like, you know, in a Western movie. Yeah, like the movies. I mean, a guy from the Bronx, that's what I always looked at. How about this? The biggest mistake somebody will do with a garden is what? Well, depending upon what you're growing. For example, uh, if you're growing cactus or yucca or what we would call the native things that you see in Western movies, overwatering. When it comes to those kinds of plants, when it's cold outside, stop watering entirely. Uh, The first time around, again, you know, everything is an experiment. You win some, you lose some. The first year I was watering my cactus in the wintertime. And they all died. Really? They turned into mush. <laughs> because what happens with native plants, they close their their roots. They take nothing in. So if you water them, all you're getting is a puddle underneath and root rot and little insects. So that's probably the biggest, biggest thing, overwatering. Overwatering. And again, but you were able to combine successfully... The, your love for gardening with writing, which it's, I guess, I mean, even I, who have no, I have no idea what a, a garden even looks like, even I can understand what you write every month in the Vegas Voice for your happy gardening column. How do you go about doing it as to making sure that the average person can figure out what you're talking about? Well, it's kind of like backwards, forwards. Um, 
being somewhat social, I would be speaking to people and say, well, you know, how's your garden coming? And they would say, oh, my goodness, it's awful, it's this. How do you do this and how do you do that? And then it sort of dawned on me that what people need is a primer, what you do each month. And, you know, if, if you break it down monthly, it becomes very, you know, very organized. And that, that's what I'm doing in the neighborhood now. I've organized what I call house visits. And people contact me through the Vegas Voice, and they'll send me pictures, and, you know, maybe I could solve the problem that way. But just like a doctor, you know, if, if I can't do it over the Internet or through pictures, then I make a house call, and I'll tell them. And nine times out of ten, it's a watering issue and a feeding issue. Very simple. You know, it, it, it must be very, I'm trying to think of the correct word, uh, appreciative that you write an article and readers who you never know send you an email or a question and say, thank you, or how about this and how about that. It must be gr- very gratifying. It is amazing. I started out with the Vegas Voice. It was about six or seven years ago. I now get comments or questions ranging throughout Las Vegas, Henderson, Uh, North Las Vegas, I'm doing a uh, lecture in Boulder City uh, next month. Um, I'm in schools, I'm in adult centers, I'm in uh, auditoriums. And as sort of as an outgrowth, I said, well, let me write these things down so that if someone wants to know about a particular thing, I have it and I just send it to you. And it's sort of you know, years ago, there was somebody called Johnny Appleseed, and he yeah. just went around and planted uh, apples and so on. Well, that's sort of me. You're like and, the Johnny Appleseed of uh, Vegas Voice, aren't you? Yes, yeah. and yeah. when I tour my neighborhoods, I've given so many plants away that I could say, well, that's mine, that's mine, that's yeah. my baby. And it it's just a very satisfying thing to do. Well, if, if that's the case, then you must feel just as thrilled as we are that, again, the Vegas Voice belongs to the NAMPA, North American Mature Publishers Association. It is the largest and most prestigious senior publication association in the country. And, again, I'm very proud to announce that you received a first-place award for your gardening columns uh, across everybody across the country. And if I may, I don't want to embarrass you or anything, Howard, but I want to read exactly what the judges wrote in granting you and giving you that first place award. And it says, Howard Gallen doesn't, doesn't need many words to impart the helpful gardening information that makes his happy gardening column a must-read for desert gardens. And, you know, it's one thing to get people from locally to say, hey, thank you. But when you get a national award, first place, mind you, I mean, that's, that's a big deal. Well, I have to say I was shocked. Okay. And the reason being, I enjoy doing this. And, and that's fine. And that's sort of like a self-indulgence. You do what you like to do when you can do it. But then to find out that unsolicited, I never even thought of anything, that people are appreciative of what I'm doing. So, you know, it's, it's, it's something such as, the first tomato plant made me happy, and now I'm paying it forward in a way because I'm making other people happy or secure or giving them peace of mind that if they want to try something in the garden, 
They sure can do it. And, and if people want more information, they want to contact you, how do they get a hold of you via email? Okay, I have a, a completely personal email just for gardening questions. And it is theplantwhisperer28 at gmail.com. And in my article, always on the bottom, it says, if you have a question, contact me. And it's open to anyone who gets a hold of the Vegas Voice. And a couple of years ago, somebody contacted me from San Antonio, Texas. They said they were in a library visiting in Las Vegas. They saw the article. They wrote it down. And they had questions. How can I grow things in San Antonio, Texas? So I started out by saying I can give you answers, but I don't think I can make a house call. There you right go. Now. It, it is amazing how many people read your column and read the Vegas Voice. And I want to thank you so much. Congratulations again on winning the first place award. Hopefully, we'll get you back in again. And I'm sure if you win this year, you're probably going to win next year and the year after. So. I thank you so much, Howard. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, this is Dan Roberts on the Vegas Voice Podcast Network saying we'll, we'll see you again next time. Thank you again, Howard. Mm-hmm.